I'm Alexi. And I'm Bryn. And this is 20-somethings. Going through something. Um, today, we have a fun episode, but first we'll talk about updates in our horoscopes. Is it fun, though? <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, you'll soon find out. Um, so updates, we went to our high school homecoming football game, mm. which was interesting. It gives me so much anxiety going back there. Yeah, and I liked going to football games when I was in high school, but then every time I've tried going back, it's just not as fun. Yeah. We met up with our friend, Ben, who we've talked about here, and his wife, so that was fun and good to see them, and I don't see them super often, but, uh, yeah, the environment was just not the vibe anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. It's kind of awkward. It's like you see your teachers and you don't know if you should say hi or not because you don't know if they'll remember you. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of awkward. And it's, I don't know. And our, I think I'd be really sad if I went up to like my favorite teacher and he did not remember me. Like yeah. I would just be like, I'm just going to crawl in a hole now. And yeah. And the thing is, it's you want to think they'd remember you because you felt like the relationship was so good. But then I think back to students I've had and, like, I try to say I remember all of them. But honestly, it's like I'll think of someone. I'm like, what is that kid's name? Like, yeah. I sometimes it just slips my mind. Like, I know who they are. And I know that I had them in certain classes and stuff and I recognize them. But I might not be able to think of their name right away. Yeah. So I just didn't want to try and risk failure. Yeah. Agreed. So. Um, I don't think I have any other updates. I did not go on the date. Um, Shocker. (laughs) (laughs) I got busy and he got busy and then it was just, we were trying to plan it like same day. That didn't work out. Have you messaged him since he like said he can't or whatever? No. Not yet. Nice. Um, I was at a bar the other day and some like creepy men hit on us and then followed us out. So that was awkward. They also said they were offended that they never had teachers as attractive as us when they were in high school. He was talking about how he was a gangbanger and used to run one of the gangs in Grand Rapids. And, yeah, that was interesting. Um, not the vibe. So, yeah, I think those are my very, well, voice crack. Your voice is really weird today. It's because I haven't taken my allergy stuff in, like, two days, and the weather's changing so much that so it's just got me all sorts of messed up in the head. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, two updates for me. My car is finally fixed. Woo-woo! Got into an accident June 1st. So now, <laughs> months later, it's finally good to go. Knock on wood. Hopefully nothing else happens. Nothing insane. Um, may complain. Switching insurances, but may complain about the, um, body shop I was at just because it was not professional at all. Um, also, I finished Game of Thrones, baby, so... Mm-hmm. Reach out to me because I also experienced the disappointment and I would just like to be disappointed with somebody else. Mm. We're all in this together. Got fans. Yeah. Wow. Those are my updates, but it's just, yeah. Also, Brent and I are watching um, Below Deck Sailing Yacht right now. There's like 50 bajillion seasons of Below Deck, but we're watching the Sailing Yacht one. We're in season three, and so far it's been a very good season. Yeah. So if you're interested in really good reality TV, Below watch Deck. Below Deck. It's so good. Yeah. It's very um, juicy, 
I guess you would say. <laughs> Juicy. I know. It's like all the drama is really intense because they're just living together for so long. Yeah. And they are stuck on a boat in the middle of the ocean, so they can't escape each other, mm-hmm. really. So it makes for some fun drama. Yeah. So check it out. It's a good time. Uh, horoscopes. Let's see what our horoscopies say. Why is it not pronounced like that? Why is epitome spelled the way that it is? I don't know. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. <laughs> Brenda was reading something the other day and she said, it's the epitome. <laughs> like, I just what? never realized that epitome is spelled like that. So I was like, oh my God, my mind is opened. Yeah, it was so funny. Her reaction was hilarious. She was like, what? Yeah. It's pure shock. All right, Brynn's horoscope. You could find it very rewarding to find a new way to manage and clean up your life. Spend some time putting an end to the messy closets, cluttered car, or disorganized desk. Impose some order on all the chaos and you'll feel like there's nothing you can't do. It's a great day to tackle methodical tasks. Your energy is focused and your mind appreciates the chance to switch to autopilot for a while. I agree with that. I cleaned my bathroom yesterday. I was going to clean my car today. Mm. So I am in the cleaning decoat cluttering mood. Marie Kondo who? What? You don't know who Marie Kondo is? No. Oh. Who is that? She, uh, she's just like... This... She's a cleaning lady? Well, she was this lady on, like, Netflix who, um... Oh, she organizes a bunch of stuff? And talks about, like, decluttering your life and stuff. Oh. Like, if you look at something and you don't have a reason for having it, it's like, just throw it away. Oh, no, I can't do that. Yeah. I'm kind of a hoarder in that way. I can't do that either, yeah. but... I'm also in my cleaning phase. I was supposed to clean all day today. So we're doing this, then we have to go bowl, and then that's all I'm doing the rest of the day. So mm. I have a friend coming in from out of town. I got to make sure the place is spick span spotless. And I'm not oh, going to yeah. have time this week to do it. So uh, my horoscope, you deserve a break from all the heavy analytical thinking you've been doing at work or school. Instead, step back from the arguments and issues and let everyone else deal with the headaches for a while. You've paid your dues and put your fair share of energy into the problem. This is a day when you should focus on doing something fun. You'll find playing with children especially rewarding right now. There's something about their imaginative energy that invigorates you. That's the so false. Play with children? There's never been a time in my life where I was like, I just want to play with a kid. Yeah, that stresses me out, honestly. Yeah, no, that would not invigorate me. Sorry. Um, That's how I know I'm not ready for kids yet because I'm like, that is just stressful. I just want to sit on the couch and do absolutely nothing. Yeah, I was asking a student, they asked me what I'm doing this weekend, and I said, oh, I I don't know, later I might go to the football game, and then, like, Sunday, I have a softball tournament, and I was like, what are you doing? And he said, the same thing I've done every weekend for the last couple of years, sit at home, in my room, and do nothing. I said, oh, nice. that sounds amazing, actually. But, here we are. Yeah. I only have a free weekend until the end of October. Actually, November. So... That sucks. We'll make it eventually. I feel like a lot of the time you do it to yourself, though. Yeah, it's all fun stuff that I want to do, and I'm not going to say no to something fun. So, I mean, I guess. I don't ever make the plans, usually, though, with the exception of, like, the concert we're going to. Like, I'm excited for all the things that are coming up. It's just a lot. Yeah. Because it's, like, homecoming, and then after homecoming, we're going to Traverse City, and then after Traverse City, we're going to Detroit for a concert and then after that I have to go back to Detroit for a Halloween party and then November comes and then I can relax yeah 
till January when softball starts. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, you know, busy times. But we'll make it eventually. So I don't think I've been doing a lot of, like, analytical thinking or arguments. I guess I was kind of arguing with the guy at the bar yesterday that was trying to hit on us. But that's just because he kept making assumptions about me. And I was like, oh, you are so wrong. Yeah. So I kept being like, uh, nope, actually. And he just said, oh, that's good. That's good. And then he continued to make another assumption. And I was like, I don't do that either. And he's like, oh, good, good. I'm just making sure. Like, mm-hmm. Just stop making the assumptions. You don't even know me. Yeah. So. Anyways. Other than that, I pretty well disagree. So today, I thought it'd be kind of interesting to talk about high school sports and or bad coaches. So just high school? Or I guess college. Whatever. Okay. Sports. We'll just okay. say sports. Sports today. There's, there's many episodes you could do on sports, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think I want to do one on, like, regrets. Mm, do any regrets. I have those, too. So yeah, this yeah, is just yeah. going to be coaches. Coaches, specifically. We'll do, like, coaches or bad team experiences. Because I feel like those okay. can... Maybe we should wait to do that till regrets, though. Okay. I guess that's you. We'll just see where it takes us. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Um, mostly because I feel very strongly about how my high school sports experience went with softball, and I get very, very angry when I think about it. Interesting. So, my first two years were great. I played JV my first two years. You suck. (laughs) Just kidding. What can I say? (laughs) Um, but we had a really good softball program at the time, so it was fine. Um, we went like undefeated both JV years and our coach was basically like, I didn't even have to coach you guys. Cause we had all mostly played travel together for so long. So we basically came in and just played and he didn't really have to like coach us at all. Mm-hmm. And he admitted that in our banquet stuff, he always just said, I didn't really have to do anything. They, I just told them where to go and they went and did their job and yeah. undefeated season, like 32 and 0, um, which was super cool to say, by the way, 32 and 0. I was like, that's sick. Anyways. So then I move up to varsity the next year, and there was one cut being made. And we all kind of knew it. I don't know how we found out, because I don't recall the coach just being like, we're cutting one person. It was more just like we were counting the numbers and being like, mm, mm-hmm. probably one person is going. And this girl that was trying out was like, it's between you and me. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, it's obviously between you and I. I was like, okay. But I was pretty confident in how I could play, but... I didn't even realize how much she had gotten into my head because hitting's like my strong suit. And I went in the batting cage and missed every single ball. Like it was so bad. Mm. And some of my travel teammates that were a year older than me, they were seniors and I was a junior. They pulled me off to the side and they're like, what are you doing? And I said, I don't know. I literally can't hit a ball. So they were helping me off to the side, like working on my bunting and stuff to help me get back into the rhythm of it. And then I went back and I did fine. Um, I ended up making over her. But then... My JV year, I think I saw three at-bats the whole time. The one at-bat, it was because everyone else got injured, and I was the only person he could put in. And mind you, at this point, I had gotten pulled up on my travel team. I was 16 playing with 18-year-olds because I was good at hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they only put me in because everyone got injured. There were two outs. If you know anything about softball, you'll know what I'm talking about. And if not, I will try to explain. Three outs. There were two. So we needed one more to get out of the inning. I had to come up to bat, and because someone got injured in the middle of their at-bat, I started with a three-and-two count, meaning I could either get a ball and get walked, or I'd strike out if I didn't hit the ball. So I walk up, and I was like, okay, I can do this. And my coach just comes up and 
saying hit to the right side, which there's a runner on third. She has to score for us to tie the game. Mm -hmm. So I know that I have to hit to the right side to get her to score. So I was like, duh, I know. I get up there with my one pitch I had. I hit it to right field. She scores, tie the game. Mm -hmm. Next girl after me comes up, grand slam, walk off, game's done. Mm -hmm. In the news, mentions nothing about me. He mentions the girl that hit the grand slam. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned, I believe, something about how the girl batting before me got injured. But he didn't mention that I came in and got a hit at all. Mm -hmm. So that was the beginning of, like, a kind of weird. Yeah. So we play a tournament, and then during the tournament, we play, I don't know, something like four games that day or something. I got in none of them. It's the only time that my mom was so angry that she left and didn't stay for any of my games. She, oh my God. We went to lunch, and she just said, I'm going to drop you back off. Do you care if I go to the casino? And I said, nope, there's no point in you staying. Not yeah. going to play. So she left and went to the casino. And then my senior year, coach pulled me aside, said, you're going to play more this year. I recognize that you're talented. I need to, like, utilize you more. I'm like, great, cool. Still not really playing. I think I got more at-bats my senior year, but – I still wasn't playing much, and he started playing juniors over me, so I was kind of like, this is stupid. Yeah. And then for playoffs, or it was like the last game before playoffs, and it was one of our rival teams who was really good. And he said, I'm going to start you in, I think it was right field or something. I was like, whoa, he's starting me for the first time in a ton of games. Great. I ended up being sick, and it was the only time I ever left school early. I was a senior. I never left school early for feeling sick, but I literally was like, I'm going to puke if I stay at school. So I left, went home, started puking in the toilet. And he pulled up a junior to play for me, and then she played all of playoffs over me. And I never saw the field again until the state finals game because he thought, hey, let's just throw her in senior year, get her in the state finals game. Right. Basically I got, throw all the seniors in, I feel like, is what coaches right, do. Right, because we were losing by five, but still he threw me in and, like, the last inning their runners on he's like come on we need you i'm like if you needed me you would have put me in earlier now you're just doing it to try to make me feel better which is just making me mad right so the girl threw three rise balls i swung all of them and then i walked off all pissed and i was like why'd you even do this because now this is how i remember my high school career ending is like me yeah. just striking out when i maybe struck out one season ever so that was really my overall high school softball experience dang yeah Did, does that person still coach he did until he retired a couple years ago. Was he good to other people? Like, did other people like him, or was overall most people didn't? Uh, he very much played favorites, so if... That's every coach ever, though. <laughs> right, right. So he had his favorites, and he still... If they post anything on Facebook, he's still, you're so beautiful, I love you so much, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. You know. So you can very much tell who were his favorites and who were not. All of us who were not his favorites, he was still... Like, he was a nice guy. He just wasn't a good coach. So he was still nice to us. It was just, like, we got treated badly as opposed to the people who were his favorites. They just got to play all the time no matter what. Even if they were sucking, it's like, they stayed in. Mm -hmm. So. That's fun. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not like our team was bad. Everyone on our team played travel softball. So, like, everyone on our team, I feel like, was pretty equal skill-wise. It's just he had his favorites, and they just played more. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um... High school, well, I guess high school and college, because I I bowled for both, but, I mean, both of those coaches had favorites like every coach does. Um, 
high school is just I can't even remember how it sparked such like a distaste. Dis distaste. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Sounds weird. Um, I think it's my parents would get involved. Oh, that was the worst. It's like you don't want them to, but you yeah. don't have a choice. And like I just. I literally don't understand how they think getting involved is going to help. So, like, the coach would take it out on me. Like, it's basically, like, Abby Miller taking mm-hmm. it out on the kids because of something the parents did. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the things he did was sketchy of just, like... So, when you're, like, the anchor on the team, you're, like, the best bowler, basically, because you're, like, the fifth spot. You have the 10th frame to get as much um, points, I guess, pins, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, freshman... In sophomore year, I was anchor. Or no, it was like kind of switching off between a few people. And it was kind of like, this is stupid. Like, I obviously have the highest average. Why am I not? But I also just like ended up not really caring. It was at first I did. And I was like, I don't care. Um, But basically in high school, you bowl like two full games. So that's where you want to get like a good series. You only have two games. And that's how you like get in the newspaper. And like my grandpa used to cut out every single time I was mentioned. You mm. put it in like a scrapbook and super cute. But um, there was one time that I bowled like a 212 game, I think, in high school. And at the time, like you bowl a 200, it's like, oh my God, you're so good. Mm. Um, so I was like going to go for my series. Like this is going to be like, it was my junior or senior year. Think junior year and I was like this is the best game I both first game so what could happen the second game and he pulled me to put somebody else in and give him a shot oh because we were already God. winning and I'm just like you've got to be kidding me this is my chance to like get my name out there mm-hmm. so I was really mad of like I get you're trying to get people in but when you have a really good yeah. game even if you're already winning you got to keep them in this is stupid yeah um and there was a time we were at a tournament and like he sometimes just doesn't like to help certain people. Wait, or is like high school or college? High school. Okay. Um, sure. He doesn't like to help certain people. So, like, whenever I was at regionals or state, he would never come by and help me. Like, there would only be four people who would make it to state, would never come by and help me until the very end and be like, oh, I see you're doing good. It's like, mm. yeah, imagine what could have happened if, like, you could have yeah. helped me when I was struggling a little bit. Right. Um, yeah. Or regionals, like, the whole team goes. So there's, like... um at least 10 people there like five girls five guys and like didn't come and help me at all and uh there was one tournament we were at where he wasn't helping me I was struggling so I'm like I'm just gonna switch balls like in bowling that's what you do you grab a different ball to see if it it just helps or sometimes you can't hit your mark but you switch a ball it's a mental game and then you can hit your mark like it's just Mm -hmm. full mental game Mm -hmm. and then he sees I switch balls. I've only thrown one ball. It doesn't do what I want, but I'm like, whatever. And he immediately turns back around to my dad and starts yelling at him and says, you told her to switch balls, get out of here. And then my dad is just like, what? Yeah. Like literally there's parents all around and they're like, what is he talking about? And he's right. like, I've been here. She hasn't come up to me. Like, I don't know. And then I'm just like furious, like in my seat of like, what the heck? And then the coach finds out later and somebody like goes up and talks to him and is like, her dad didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And then he comes up to me and is like, did you decide to just switch balls? I'm like, yeah. And then it was just like ridiculous. Like, why would you turn around in front of everybody and right. chew my dad out? And then it's like, 
I feel horrible. Like, it was just so immature. Yeah. You end up apologizing to my dad later, but I'm like, what in your right mind thinks you can do that? Like, especially high school. Like, they're all fragile yeah. girls. You can't right. do that. Um, but, yeah, so whenever I see my, like, high school coach around, because he still coaches in the area, like, he never comes and says hi to me just because it's so awkward. Mm. And, I mean, I don't go out of my way to say hi to him either, but when I first graduated and I did see him, I would say hi and he'd just say hi, and that's it. But then I would be with one of my other teammates or somebody else he knew, and he would carry on a conversation with them. So I was like, mm. fuck this. Like, you're taking it out on something my parents did. Yeah. So I did something super petty, and at the end of the year, I, like, won a scholarship, and I thanked everybody but him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think that was probably so his funny. breaking point, but I'm like, you deserve it because you were taking things out on me that oh, had yeah. nothing to do with me. I love the, the like, um karma moment i had one with the same coach he found out we were playing in Bryan center for one of my travel tournaments and i had invited the grand valley coach to come watch that day mm-hmm. and i was doing so well i was the only person hitting on the team i remember i was in like right field a ball was hit and i like dove and caught it and i was like yes the coach is here like mm-hmm. she's gonna see all this so i talked to her after the game and then my high school coach was there and he was like wow you played a great game lexi like, could you imagine if I had done that when you put me in? Right, yeah. Like, like imagine how much better you could be, Yeah, too. just, like, look like, how I mean, not, we made it to the state finals still, but I'm, like, well, I know, I know. but, you know. I wasn't meaning as, like, a dig. I'm just yeah. saying, like, if you get more playtime, the odds are you, right. you know. So, I don't know. That whole season, my parents did try to say something, and I kept yelling at them. I said, do not say anything. I can't, I think I said, like, I don't want to say I, like, threatened them, but there's something I said back to them to, like, get them to not mm-hmm. say it. But I basically said something, like, I said, you can't say anything because then he's going to treat me differently already. Yeah. I said, if I, if it truly bothered me, I would say something. I said, but I know that in my travel season, my travel coach had already told me because she thought the whole thing was stupid too. She's like, you should definitely be playing more. So I talked to her and she just said like, you're going to play all the time in the summer. As long as you can make it through the season, you're going to be playing every single yeah. game. So I said, okay. So I just, I said, she told me I just have to make it through the season. I'm going to play every single game in the summer. Yeah. So... I don't care what happens. I didn't care about high school ball because travel ball is where we were winning World Series and stuff. Like, I didn't care about high school. I was like, the only reason I played high school softball was because you can't play high school and travel at the same time. Mm -hmm. And since everyone else on my team was playing high school, it was the only chance I could play until, like, the summer came and we could play travel. If the whole team would have decided to not do high school, we probably just would have tried to find a bunch of travel tournaments. But it would have been hard because every other team is doing high school. But there was a thought in my mind of, like, maybe I just won't play – high school then and I'll just wait for my whole team but then I was like well then I'll be out of shape because I'm not doing anything so I just didn't do that but I almost did do that because I was just like so annoyed I'm like there's no point me being here to sit the bench as a senior like Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah and then high school or not high school past high school now college I played and there were still like playing favorites but I don't know it bugs me sometimes like in practice you get like 15 minutes of practice in college before a tournament and it was like this is when the coaches are watching if you have a good shot and then they're gonna base who's in based on your shot mm-hmm. and I there was a time where me and this girl we both threw strikes every single time <laughs> like we you only get like four shots basically um and you don't get to pick up your spirits like four shots total because there's so many girls so me and her both threw strikes every single shot, and we 
she got put in. I didn't because there's just certain favorites. They always had to put this one girl in first, so I never got a chance to get, like, a series. Um, or, like, if I bowl the first game. So in, in college, I can't even remember how many games you bowl. I think it's four games. Four. And, oh, you don't want to know how long these tournaments go because then you have, like, 15 bakers you have to do. Oh which I won't get into what bakers are because it doesn't matter. Um, but so I would be put in and then second game wouldn't be as good, but it'd be better than another person who bowled and I would still get pulled because that makes perfect sense. Um, so that was kind of annoying. But overall, I feel like my our like main coach was really good. He knows his stuff, made me a better bowler. It's just he made poor decisions. Um because he had like an outside coach come in and did some inappropriate things to me so I had to file like a title IX case um and he decided my coach decided to not tell the school and I thought he did Mm -hmm. so when there was a chance of this outside coach coming back I put my foot down and and I that night when that stuff happened I did my coach had to call me for like some random reason and then I end up crying on the phone to him and like he didn't realize like everything that happened and he was like I'm so sorry he won't be back but then we were about to sign possibly a sponsorship deal with this bowling brand and this coach that came in is like the ambassador for this brand basically so I'm like if we sign with this brand he's gonna be back and I feel like I'm supporting him even though it's not really the case but I was like I don't want to be associated with this brand at all So I told him, like, if you sign this, I'm out. Like, I'm not doing this. And he then was still like, I don't know what we're doing. And I was just like, fuck you. This is stupid. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the school just being like, they're thinking of signing this. And this coach did this to me. And they were like, what? Like, they literally thought that it happened, like, years prior. I'm like, no, it happened, like, a few months ago. And they were like, oh, my gosh. So then I went in had like an hour long meeting with like the title nine lady and she literally was in shock like her mouth dropped had no idea what was going on they covered it up and um just said I was uncomfortable and didn't say like the other things that he did so um basically they they asked me what I want out of this and I said I'm not looking to get them fired I'm just looking to make sure this guy doesn't come back and doesn't happen to somebody else because the worst thing is that everybody knew how uncomfortable I was because this coach was targeting me everything he was doing was targeting me he wasn't paying attention to any other girl it was just me and you're looking at me like so because I don't know this story I've never heard it so I have no idea what you're talking about that he did oh my god that's crazy um he he touched me inappropriately basically is, is what happened so it's not like he like I don't know. It's still bad. Like, it's, like, sexual assault, basically. Um, But, so I was like, I don't want to get them fired. I just want to make sure this this doesn't happen to somebody else. And so since he was targeting me so much, he ended up showing up to our following tournament that, like, that weekend. And all the girls saw him, and they would make comments of, like, look, Brynn, it's your favorite person. And they didn't realize how badly it was affecting me. Like, I had tears in my eyes at practice when, like, all yeah. this shit was happening. Nobody was standing up for me. And I'm just like, how dare you? Like, I forgive them. They didn't realize what they were doing. But, like, you seriously are going to make these comments to me when, like, right. nobody 
I don't think saw what was happening, but like you could tell how uncomfortable I was and nobody was standing up for me. I was just like, just don't have them back. Well, then I guess other things happened too between like the coaches just making bad decisions, saying bad things. And after I graduated, that coach came back and apparently did something similar, made a girl uncomfortable. And she went to the school and then they got fired. Oh, good. So can they even let him on? Like the school didn't know he came back. They um, they the school made the coaches take classes and say, like sign and say that he will not have this coach back. Mm. And they ignored it and they brought him back. And a girl complained. Wow. And he got they got fired. Um, I don't know if. <laughs> I feel like I really don't know if people think that like I'm the reason who started everything and then this other girl ended it and I haven't talked Mm. to this girl Mm. so she's probably like whoa who else because I'm sure the school said this isn't the first time right but it's just crazy like just what are the coaches thinking when they do this stuff so when I when I see you know like Michigan State has all these scandals and every other college has these scandals it's like yeah that shit happens you don't realize like how often it does you're just like oh yeah michigan state sucks they have horrible coaches it's like no you don't realize what happens like it's crazy yeah so and unfortunately like that situation has made me not love bowling anymore because he made a comment to me saying like i'm only doing this because you could go far so i'm like that just made me like not love bowling anymore i was gonna ask if it affected how you felt about bowling because i feel like if someone did that for softball i would feel similarly yeah, and that stuff happened my junior year. And then senior year, there's a potential of signing that deal. And that's when I was telling people, I'm going to walk out. And this one girl was like, no, don't do that. It's not that bad. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like, people definitely thought I was exaggerating, the few people I told. But, yeah, I feel like after college, I, like, even now I don't love it as much. I don't know. It's just not as fun and it sucks. Like I definitely still enjoy bowling, but it's like I used to go bowling every single week in the summer just to like keep up. And now it's like, no, I enjoy my breaks and I'm only doing it because I'm going to get mad at myself if I stop and then I lost the skill. Mm -hmm. So definitely has affected. And I feel like sometimes I tell people and they like think I'm exaggerating, but it's like, you don't know until you've, I obviously could have been a lot worse the situation, but also, I wasn't expecting it to just happen like that. So it makes me wonder, like, how many girls has this guy affected? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it just makes you wonder, I guess. Because there's no way I was the first one. Yeah. So. Well, and I, the thing is, it's like, it doesn't matter how minuscule as people might say the thing has happened. It's still just like, it's how it affects you that it's what matters, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what the act is, if it affects you in some way then everyone's got a different level yeah you know and unfortunately sexual assault very common to happen yeah i think pretty much we were talking about this last night pretty sure almost every single girl that we know has had some experience with a sexual assault happening so it's just not you know it doesn't matter the severity of what that assault is it's still all sexual assault you yeah so yeah. So lots of um, bad coaches over here. <laughs> <laughs> yup. But yeah, I guess the main takeaways. 
don't know what to <laughs> summarize this as. <laughs> um, yeah, she said it was a fun topic. I'm like, but is it? Well, it's because I didn't know that. So <laughs> she's talking. And I'm like, like I have. She just said something happened. There's a Title Nine thing, and I was like, Title Nine. So I was like, was there something between like the girls versus boys playing time? Like I just didn't know what you were talking about. So if I would have known that, we didn't have to talk about the whole thing. <laughs> no, I mean it. But yeah. It's not like it affects me now where I'm crying about it. It definitely did years prior, but, like, yeah. Just crazy that that stuff happens, and coaches should know when they are going to be good coaches or they just don't don't coach. That's the mm-hmm. don't coach if you suck. I was like, <laughs> how do you even, like, I just don't get it. I, I just don't. I mean, I've had plenty of coaches where it's, like, they would touch you to show you how you should feel doing something, but it wasn't, like, a inappropriate thing, you know? Yeah. There are ways to do it where it's okay to do. I said that's what he was trying to do, but he never asked me permission, and it was in, like, an inappropriate place. Right, so, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter what, he shouldn't have touched me where he did, but, like, at least <laughs> make a better point of being, like, can I touch you here so that I can show you what you need to do? Mm-hmm. And Odds are, I would have been like, this is still a little weird, but I'n like, well, I did agree to it. Because, <laughs> <I should laughs> you know, that's just the women's view of like, yeah. well, I asked for it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just like the Larry, I don't know how to say his Nassar. last name. Well, I didn't know if it was Nassar or Nazar. I don't remember. It's Nassar, but. Um, but anyways, the whole MSU gymnast thing, because they all just thought it was normal, because then right. they would talk to each other, and they're like, yeah, it happened to me too. So they're all just like, oh, this must be like a normal right. checkup thing. And then they talk to people from other places, like, oh, that's not normal? Like, because yeah. they're just kids. They didn't know. I mean, even in college, it's like, if that's what your college coach or trainer or whatever is mm-hmm. doing, that's going to seem normal to you, because right. everyone else on the team's like, yep. Well, especially I think if that guy was doing it to every single person, I probably would have been like, whatever. This is what he's doing to everyone. But the fact that he was singling me out, I'm like, this isn't normal. Right. So. Do you think if he would have been doing it to everyone else, you would have thought it was weird? Or do you think you would would have thought it was normal? I think I still would have thought it was weird. Knowing me, I probably still would have complained. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like in those circumstances, I wasn't afraid to speak up. Like... I don't know. So if other girls were uncomfortable and he did similar things to them, I feel like I would have spoken up. I think if he was doing it to guys too, I would have been like, okay, whatever. He's just doing it to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think it would have had to be just like everybody, not just yeah. girls. I see. Yeah. Well, now we have to go bowl, so <laughs> I don't even feel like doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what a time. We have to go bowl for our league that we won't be at this week, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, our Google Form submission for today was, where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> Ready, set, go. <laughs> I don't freaking know. Get out of here. Um, I will be 31, so Ew. I hope. That I've traveled to a couple different countries. I hope I would have gone on a couple cruises. I hope I'm married. Don't know about kids. I feel like five years, that's when I'm starting to think about it. I guess you never know what's going to happen. But I just right now, I'm like not ready at all. And hopefully I'm married in like a few years. And then I have a couple years of just like 
just the two of us and like settling into how it is to be married and all that so definitely think no kids hopeful travel hoping they still like my job maybe this will be 30 somethings going through something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah how about you uh hopefully kind of similar like i want to get a job where i can travel more so i'm hoping in five years that i've done that um i have like some sort of remote job so i can work from home just kind of travel around whenever i want to i would like to be married uh but now since we're talking about it i'm hoping that i don't listen to this in five years and get really depressed if i'm not married (laughs) because i could see myself doing that so no matter what we're gonna be depressed though (laughs) (laughs) um five years in the future me if you're not married yet i uh it's fine (laughs) I guess you're just waiting for the right person. <laughs> I just feel like at this rate, that's what's going to be. And I'm going to be sad. I don't want to end up alone forever as we've discussed on here. So yeah. if in five years I still haven't found somebody, I'm going to be a little concerned. Yeah. So. Um, but it's okay. Cause you're an independent woman. Yeah. You're not going to listen to yourself though. Cause I'm not even listening to myself right now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely no kids. Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I just want to have a remote work from home job so I can travel around. Hopefully, I'm going abroad at least like once a year. Hopefully, I have a nice house. Can the mm. like market crash yet? Or I just want a lot of land. A small house on a lot of land. And See, a quad. I want like a nice ranch house, but I don't need a lot of land. It's a lot of work. I just want to ride around on it. I just want like a $500,000 house right now to drop to 200000 again. Not going to happen, but. Mm. You know, it's I still crazy how <laughs> a few years ago that you could get a nice house for that. And now it's mm-hmm. like, Sionara. Can't do that. Sionara. Oh, that's two callbacks in a row. I know. Oh. Gotta bring it back. Yeah. Sionara. Yeah, it's crazy. Three years ago when COVID crashed, or when COVID came, the whole market crashed, I wish I had been working longer because I would have just bought a house then. I know. Because then that was a good time to buy because everything was cheaper. Totally after that, it was a good time to sell. So that would have been, like, the perfect time to buy a house because then, like, three years down the road or two years down the road, it was the perfect time to sell. So if you didn't like the house, you could have sold it for a huge profit. Yeah, but then you'd have to you have to make sure that you're coming out still on top with what you're right. going to buy next. I probably would. I don't know. Just running for a little bit. Yeah. But. Yeah. I also feel like I wasn't in the right mindset. Like, I feel like I was still way too young to understand house ownership. Even mm-hmm. now, it's yeah. like, there's so many things I don't know, and I feel like I'm blindly going into it. But I definitely don't think a few years ago, like, I would be ready, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, the main thing that I think I would be concerned about with owning a house is just all the, like, cost of fixing everything. Yeah, that's why I don't want, like, a fixer-upper, because yeah, no. it's insane how much, like, just carpet putting new carpet in it's insane i think it'd be fun to buy a house and then like renovate it as you go just like tweaking out how you like it yeah but i don't want a house where i have to fix it mm-hmm. yeah it's, or it's like disgusting yeah and you're just like, gonna live with it for a bit like no well in the city of grand rapids you can look on like zillow and if you go on zillow you can get a house for one hundred twenty thousand dollars that literally has no drywall even it's like the wood yeah. just like the frame basically of the house is there and some floors. Yeah. It's $120,000. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, when my parents bought their ranch, it was like $160,000. Yeah. And no 
needed renovations, but they ended up renovating pretty much the whole thing. I just have, like, one bathroom left to do. Yeah. So, insane. We love being our age. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think that's just kind of a fun thing to end off on. And then five years from now, we're going to come back to this episode and hopefully not be disappointed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're already starting off well with the traveling, going to Greece next year. Yeah. So, and we have to book a cruise soon. Yeah, our cruise credit ends in February, so we got to do it. Signing off. <laughs> I'm Lexi. And I'm Brynn. This is Something Something. Going through something. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at going through something pod for updates and fill out the form in our link in bio to let us know what we should talk about next. Thanks.